my name on the back of my belt Believe there's a God to save me from hell And dirt roads are made for country boys like me They took her baby Don't believe in politically correct She had her baby If you want a piece of me CPS taker Better have a set A rifle and a four-wheel drive is all I need Okay, let's get me a rhythm January. Nelson's gonna let him bleed today. He's going in the shop. And it's good for you. Take your Taramax today. President Business enveloped by a cloud of drones descending from the sky. That's the most disorganized. I would never let my kid read Chronicle SU. Jeff, I said Nelson's bleeding today. And I'll say it right to the camera. Stop it. <laughs> You want to do this right now? I write to the propaganda for the right wing. You are fake news. And I smoke in the weed. You're gonna get this Taramax out. We're gonna live a clean life. Yes, I go into a um, dissociative state because you're tuned in to Hate Radio, broadcasting all across the galaxy. Break out the Taramax and put your kids to sleep. Here's your host, Hate Set. Hello, welcome to another episode, another psychotic episode of, <laughs> what's up? Yeah, that last one was pretty crazy. While we're talking about psychos, Hollywood is a buzz over whether Johnny Depp will appear at next year's Golden Globes. Who gives a fuck? Is this the same thing again? <laughs> the same fucking thing again? This is hate radio. It's the same fucking thing every night. At the Internet Chronicle, chronicle.su is brought to you proudly by Liebel Droger Incorporated, who write our paychecks, and uh, write your future legislation. Now, Bill, I understand you're getting older. Yeah, same fucking rate that everyone else is getting older, yeah. Did you hear about... Day at a time. Um, what do you want to talk about? Do you have any uh, anything you? What's going on with you? Uh, goddamn! I'm the one who called to this show and to order, didn't I? And I got nothing. Well, Trump's got something on January 28th. There's going to be some kind of announcement. No, that was today. He made the announcement, right? No, well, he made an announcement about an, an announcement, and he did announce the announcement announcement ahead of time. So maybe that's what you're referring to. So there's another fucking announcement. What's he going to do this time? Well, eight days from now, we'll find <laughs> out. Q Anonymous uh, has indicated that this is the global financial reset that uh, was outlined in the Nessera Gessera law. Oh, yeah, finally. Passed, uh, um, passed in secret FISA courts. But never, but suppressed for all these years. Which is fucked up because uh, there's a, there's a lot at stake here, and there's a lot of people's money tied up in these funds, and they got to get their returns, man. So I don't know. Donate to the uh, Internet Chronicle, a Liebel Droker Charitable Trust, to enjoy five thousand percent returns. 
on your Bitcoins today. How many Satoshis have we raked in from that scam? I don't know. I don't know. We're just uh, we're just skimming the scam, really. We're getting whatever we can, whatever spillover insanity finds its way to our Bitcoin wallet, which I dare not check. I haven't. Um, you gotta dare to check it, though. I haven't synchronized that wallet in at least a year. Can you do it now? Live uh, on air. Let me see. Let me see if I have multi-bit installed. I don't think I do. You can't download it. Not, not right now, man. Not while the. Uh, I want. We want to hear. It. We want the it. People the, are... the people want to know how good Jessera is coming along. I mean, I'm I'm curious myself, but uh, I don't even have the hard drive plugged in. I've got to get the fucking. It's on a secure hard drive that cannot be harmed by outside actors, and um, I would have to. I would have to physically remove myself from the hate seat, and maybe next time we in. maybe next time we'll do a big gesture reveal we'll on you. Well, uh, well, if now that on the twenty eighth, we'll do it on the twenty eighth. Yeah, you know Raleigh's listening, and the second you even brought up that Bitcoin wallet, he's gonna be in here. And as soon as the show's over, demanding to see the contents of that thing. And if there's anything left by the time we get a hold of it, or the investors for that matter, I'll be surprised. He's the regular Bernie Madoff, that fucking Raleigh. Raleigh. There was a guy that wanted to call in. Um, let me see if he's on. We, we live on there? Yeah. I don't know. Well, where look. Jesser is backed by precious metals deliverable well above quattro decillion US dollars. That's 40 zeros of dollars. That's how much Jesser is worth. And the whole, uh, the whole point of pooling that money together, from what I understand, is to uh, buy up every corporation in the world that has lorded their power over the people for all this time. Like, like, uh, nobody else thought of that. (laughs) We just need 39 more zeros guys. And we've got enough to buy every corporation in the world. (laughs) Now every, everybody's going to be a multimillionaire overnight. Once everybody owns all the corporations in the world, yeah, exactly. Dude, you know if uh, wait, so who actually owns those corporations? If this was to happen, only the investors. That's still a small group of people compared to the rest of the world. Yeah, that's true. Might even things out for a little while, but uh, I think it would quickly devolve. I mean, imagine you wake up tomorrow, money isn't any, you can go buy anything you want. Money's no object for everybody. It's going to be a run on luxury items, I'll tell you that. And what about uh, what about all the fuckers that didn't donate anything? And the, Or what about the companies that are now owned by uh, the, the type of morons that donate to these, these ghost funds? 
now you now ownership is ceded to uh, to Billy Bob and the Dove of Oneness and the Dove of Singularity, Doctor Troubadour. They get it all. They inherit the earth eventually. And they're running Lockheed Martin from their double wide trailer in Georgia. Making big calls like, yeah, you go with that cavitating underwater warhead. That's what we need. Now, uh, Elon Musk had some kind of underwater solution that has rescued New York City from a shutdown. From oh, a yeah? total L train shutdown to just a drone uh, feeding cable along the uh, tunnel. So there's just a, uh, it's like old style trains. You just got a, a engine dragging them along, and drone dragging them along. Yeah, it's the. I mean, it's supposedly, you know, some highly technological solution, but of of course, it, anything is better than shutting the fucking L train down. That cost a lot of people their businesses and everything to not happen in the end. I saw so many businesses closed down. Damn, dude. Yeah, and the shutdown hadn't even happened. They just couldn't hack it, dude. Shutdown is uh, dragging on for a little too long, don't you think? It's hurt. A lot of people think, oh, it'll just hurt the government, and I hate the government, so that's cool. But then, what about all this spillover? Like, you know, have the L train. Everybody along that train's fucked. Except now it's cool again. Yeah, they got that drone in there. <laughs> sounds like Troubadour came up with that idea. It's a Elon Musk thing. Tesla, it's a Tesla solution. It's like that little, bit, that little child pod that the pedophiles kept away from those captured children. What under was the, the cave. child pod? Oh, yeah, yeah. The child pod. The pedophile divers just wanted all the glory for themselves. They had to snag it away from Elon. Hey, that would be a good scheme, though. Like, say you had a really good idea for a, a, a submarine. But the only way that you could actually get this thing working would be to endanger a group of divers. Purposefully, yeah, yeah. and it would be a big news story. And and so, yeah, and then they're like, what do you need? And, and you tell them, I need this, this, and this. I don't know, it's just crazy enough to work. It's this submarine. <laughs> <I'm fin> <laughs> That's a great idea. I think Elon Musk already invented this kind of submarine, so he's just itching to find a cave rescue that'll fit it. Since those pedophiles cock blocked him on the last one. <laughs> yeah, dude, the, the the whole pedophile thing just didn't play to his favor in the end. No. It didn't work out. But, uh, you know, it was funny, I guess. It was funny anyway. What do you think? Is, uh, is Elon Musk the ultimate dude, bro? <laughs> Far from it. He's, he's more like the Omega dude, bro. He's no Dr. Troubadour. Well, the bomb's going to fall out of Tesla eventually, like it did with Mac recently. Nobody wants those iPhones anymore. They're too expensive and shitty. Yeah, they 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 keep making them out of cheaper parts, and 
and they still keep them trying to keep that up up market branding going and it's just falling apart on them apparently yeah they they look really uh i don't know what i because i'll sometimes i'll take people's phones and they and i'll be holding their phone and it just feels cheap it doesn't feel like the iphone used to it used to feel like you had like a little chunk of dense technology in your hand but now it feels like cheap <laughs> it doesn't even have a plug right it's light yeah nothing nothing doesn't even have a jack for you your... can't even plug your fucking headphones into this shit you gotta buy some proprietary trash well look at this facebook is secretly building lol a cringy team meme hub and this is a headline off of TechCrunch. That's odd. Like, nobody thought of that? If we just create a place for memes, people will flock there. LOL is in private beta, beta with 100 high school students who signed NDAs with parental consent, doing focus grouping and one-on-one testing with face, Facebook staff. Ooh, one-on-one testing. That doesn't sound very fun. What do you, what kind of tests do you think they're running on them? You think they've got them on treadmills and shit? Yeah, that's how it works. You think they're uh, feeling up their balls and stuff? You think there's some illegal activity going on at these Facebook LOL events? These testing circuits? I imagine, um, you know, what's his name? Mark Zuckerberg staring blankly at these memes flashing by children and saying, you know, just not not even a hint of a smile on his face. I like that picture of Zuckerberg. Uh, everybody in the room is connected to his virtual reality bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And he's got this big, gleeful, playful smile on his face. He's the only person in the room not on virtual reality. And his nipples are erect at full mast. They're jabbing through his shirt. And he's just, he is on. And he's hard for whatever he's doing. That's that's where he uh, sets up shop. Yeah. I've got them all jacked into this thing at one time, and they're they're all gonna see and hear what I want. Yeah, he's got like a button that says laugh, cry, etc. And he uses that button on these kids. Yeah. Now I think we ought to. This is something maybe the Internet Chronicle should self-investigate and check on everything over there, make sure everything's on the up and up. Go down in the basement, whatever. You got a gun? (laughs) (laughs) He he has the go go um touch your gun button. He presses that, and everybody goes to their guns and caresses it. I knew a professor that would uh that would hook kids up to these monitors and stuff, and um. You would sit down in the chair, and they would just flash images at you. It would be like regular, mundane stuff, cartoons, a picture of Altoids, fucking porn. Um, 
anything, flowers, and measure your like immediate your your brain firing patterns like in the milliseconds after seeing each image and they were doing this for Mark Zuckerberg so that he would know how to twiddle those knobs at the LOL site and um, yeah man it's a real clockwork orange type of, type of situation and the the kids were not allowed to close their eyes in fact <laughs> And it would be for long periods of time, too, like six or eight hours at a time. And at a certain point, they weren't even taking data. They were just, I think, doing it for fun and just feeding whatever pictures they wanted to into that thing. Yeah, they were getting a good laugh out of it. I wonder what kind of control you could have over somebody if uh, you actually could plant them in a chair like that and flash images at them. How could you change somebody's brain with that? Pretty significantly. I'd say you could turn them into a, a reflex machine just doing what you want, a clockwork orange. He got sick from it, didn't he? Didn't he like... Uh, oh, he they were inject. They were some, some MK Ultra injections, I remember. That like made him sick. If he... Um, if you saw certain things, they would inject them. Yeah, that's uh, that's something that uh, Liebel Joker Laboratories is working on with with help from Doctor Troubadour and the Liebel Joker Charitable Trust. We're trying to make uh, people more uh, more aware, more aggressive, and by tuning into their um, their reactions and these micro reactions in the seconds. Right after uh, whatever, you can uh, you can take that data and apply it to the manufacture of wholesale Terramax and flood the market with that shit, which is great. And we've been making a lot of money from that as well. So we don't know what we're making in the bitcoins. We don't know what we're making on the uh, on anything. Well, that's funny because they're kind of connected. Because think about this. Eventually, Dr. Troubadour hopes to uh, combine this therapy session to to make human brain the human brain mine crypto coins. Because, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a lot of wasted brain power that could be better spent on uh, crypto mining. Uh huh. It puts people in. The idea is to get people into a vegetative state, right? And then. Eventually, you're able to uh, kind of start getting a reflex out of them, where they, you know, kind of an intuitive reflex, and they're able to uh, actually solve crypto coin uh, hacking problems. Because you know, they say the human you only use ten percent of your brain, and that's a documented medical fact at Liebeltrucker University. And so that other 90% is wasted, <laughs> wasted on uh, meaningless background motor functions and uh, body temperature regulation and the endocrine system and all this bullshit that if with the right uh, amount of drugs from Lebel Drucker Pharmaceuticals, you can stabilize all that and keep a person at near death and dedicate almost 99% of their brain power 
to crypto mining. But this is uh, this is just in the works. Well, it's part of an exploit that's going to give Weeble Joker all the world's bitcoins. Um, it's always been true that bitcoins have been weak to a kind of attack where you have an overwhelming majority of the computational power there. And by uh, just by enslaving a few thousand, hundred thousand brains in this uh, kind of process with LOL programming, you'll be able to take over the whole world's cryptocurrency supply just like that. And could I then turn around and use this cryptocurrency to purchase services or goods such as LSD on the black market? Oh, yeah, sure. And as soon as those deals go through, you'll get your coins back again. And nobody knows I've done this. <laughs> I mean, this is how we funded Jessera. It's perfectly anonymous? Yeah. And is this Q Army certified? With who? They're not certified, I don't think. The Q Army, I need, there's, no, they have a board of trustees that issue these certifications, and um, I need to know whether this is Q Army certified by Q Anonymous. Oh, yeah, sure. And so this is a trustworthy endeavor. There's no reason, you'd only be hurting yourself by not doing this. Yep. And uh, where can people donate their Bitcoins to the Lebel Droker Charitable Trust? Well, just look up Jessera Nessera, Dr. Troubadour. You'll find it. And the Bitcoins will flow in and rain down on us like the piss of angels. Now, what's the latest out of the Internet Chronicle? Trump is grabbing the bump stocks and... Uh, they're trying to build a wall around America. That's pretty fucking scary, yeah. Think about it. How are we supposed to um, defend ourselves from them building this wall around us if we ain't got no bump stocks? You, you're fucked. On Tuesday. Listen, first they take your guns. Then they uh, build up a wall around you, like the Berlin Wall. And then they... Uh, they start taxing you. No, Kilgore is referring to something that happened Tuesday. The Trump administration banned bump stocks without passing any legislation, putting an end to legal machine guns. With a, a direct executive order by the president himself? That's right. That's pretty good old boy, man. What's he doing taking away our bump stocks? Uh... Well, I'd say that the uh, saboteurs in his administration are undermining him, but he, he did that himself. I don't know what's up. He might have been mind-controlled, and he's now just an AI. Well, You remember when that happened? Um, he was replaced by a simulation. Which time? Donald Trump replaced by a simulation. It was like immediately after he was elected. Oh, yeah. He's different now. He just declared a state of emergency. Remember, the deep state replaced Donald Trump with a computer simulation. This is, uh, how deep does this rabbit hole go? Julian um, Assange passed on a few last words to Sarah Harrison before he went into the deep, dark 
hole that he's been in for months. And the Fred Lau's last thing he said, yeah. speaking of holes, was that he needs to watch out for AI. Yeah. He said a lot of people, their dying words were watch out for the AI. Now, I think uh, this permanent government shutdown coming up is going to be the perfect time for Trump to announce Nessera on the 28th. I, oh, yeah? I see no reason uh, why this wouldn't be the global financial reset that, um, that we were promised. Larry Smizer, founder of the Tulsa Gun Club, told reporters, even during a so-called government shutdown, the Trump administration sneakily deprived American citizens of their right to protect themselves. The writing's on the wall, folks, and that wall sure ain't going to be there to protect you from the FEMA camps, now will it? No, as a matter of fact, I'd say that that wall is going to keep us contained well inside of the borders of the FEMA camp. And uh, those little detention facilities that they made for the kids, the concentration camps for kids, yeah, those are going to be great places to stay. That's where you want to be once the wall is erected, because at least it's shelter. And they, they feed you three squares a day. <laughs> yeah, for now. Then they'll, then they'll install some ovens one day and some shower stalls, and that's it. The FEMA camps are... Uh, are working in tandem with the uh, the concentration camps for kids, and so yeah. these are now an interchangeable thing. Yeah, yeah. Any old body can get stuffed into any old camp. And you know, they may go this, in the oncoming Holocaust. They may decide, no, there will be no no uh, showers. There will be no you know, uh, ovens, they'll just uh, stick you in that plastic coffin and bury you right there. Alive. Yeah, it's totally airtight. People were saying, uh, the Democrats, you know what they want? They, they don't want a wall. They want drones. Like, they're not interested in extending DACA or any of that shit. They just want drones on the border, man. Jesus. Yeah, they're like, fuck a wall, not because they're ideologically opposed to what the wall represents, but because there are more effective ways of controlling the population with technology. And not only that, they get to deny Trump his his uh, campaign promise, right? Yes. Cucked. Off at the bone. <laughs> so, you know. It's uh, it's not looking good though. I mean, for for people in general, this doesn't bode well. That this is what all the high fighting is about. Where these uh, where extending rights to um, refugees is the olive branch. <laughs> that's not. That's not good, man. That's not very fun. It's a real shitty look. Like, we should be uh, doing everything we can to make sure that Mexico develops and is stable and chill because they're our fucking neighbor, dude. The greatest threat to, uh, to our national security is, like, this wild lands 
and making it worse with the CIA running guns down there and shit. Like, just treating Mexico like a toilet when uh, you could have the strongest geographical ally in the world by befriending them and and being chill and having good uh, good borders, open borders. They sure as hell ain't paying for it. Nobody's going to pay for it. <clears throat> I mean, there's no, there's no advantage to... To, uh, I mean, you could police that shit really tight and raid people's houses and throw people out and shit, but there's really no advantage to any of that when you could just help improve Mexico overall rather than undermining its stability with the CIA and all that shit. But hey, you know, we're just, uh, we're just two buttholes doing a radio show we can't solve these world's problems man if they don't tune in guest call in line is 917-675-4836 call in and tell us how it ought to be in the US of A you ever notice when you get in a political fight with somebody not a fight but like a, a strong disagreement where it's, pre- it's pretty much out in the open that you disagree and that you don't understand each other's point where the thing to do is uh, is to like make it personal <laughs> and not cover any facts at all and, and uh, it's called a uh, what is that fallacy called the ad hominem yeah ad hominem attacks on my character yeah what about it? I forgot. I forgot. I forgot my point. But I, I, I don't like to get in political conversations because it just seems like uh, that person has already made up their mind, and you don't want to get up in their face. Yeah. And there's like you know, there's Speaking no point. It doesn't change anything. Face. No, this is what I was gonna say. They it, it. They talk like everything they say is so fucking important that that they're setting up a utopia like with their sentence, right? So they have they there's this focus on using exactly the right words and making sure that you're absolutely clear, and then saying your stupid thing. It's like none of this matters, dude. It's not like somebody is overhearing this conversation and laws could change based on how our ignorant jabbering goes. But they're so careful and people will argue semantics and you use that word wrong and like, well, no, technically that's not how. It's like, no, dude, you understand the spirit of this talk. It's like, let's not catch each other on semantics right now. We're just having a conversation, you know, and it turns into all this bullshit and you, and it, it just goes nowhere. It's like we're following a script or something that says that this conversation must go nowhere. And it's like it doesn't really matter what the content of your conversation is. It goes along this script where the disagreement is basically semantic and and you don't get any further along on any actual ideas between people. Kind of like, kind of like what you're saying right now. What's that? I don't know. People talk like they're outlining a fucking utopia, dude. They're like, oh, no, yeah, I don't yeah. want to say that it'll be like this and be like that. It's like, yeah, you're not saying anything, dude. 
you fucking, you know, you're a construction worker. You're not changing the law with this conversation. You don't have to be so clear and that we don't have to take this so seriously. Like it makes life fucking suck, dude, because everybody talks to each other like attorneys and stuff using legalese and big words and big extra syllable words to talk about these real basic ideas and and just figure out ways to uh, separate us from them and divide divide us up with, with this language and shit. Well, that's a rousing call for unity. <laughs> but, uh... Really eloquently stated, too. And there you go. But this is, uh... This is because I'm a regular reader of the Internet Chronicle, and all our readers are about this intelligent and eloquent. Barrett Brown made an appearance in this latest story. That's right. Fill us in. Well, Barrett Brown, who was the former uh, hacktivist collective leader of Anonymous, uh, spoke out after the White House went down they were denial of service attacking it like uh like a virtual sit-in and um barry barry said he had access to the border patrol files yeah and um he barry was the the whistleblower who said uh that the final intention of this wall was to keep americans in as the com- as the country collapses in on itself like a Trump enterprise, there'll be this wall keeping us in. You think Mexico wants us? I bet, dude. I bet Canada's working on their own wall right now, and they're being so quiet about it, and everybody's for it. And they just like don't tell America. But this wall idea is actually pretty fucking sweet. There would be. Uh, Massive. We could expand that whole Bear Brown story to its own story. Maybe he should write it. Yeah. And create demands. Well, Bear Brown has, is a regular contributor at Internet Chronicle. Unpaid contributor. He'll write for free. But uh, he says a lot of political dissidents like uh, Commander X and Bear Brown and uh, Julian Assange are fleeing to try or at least trying to go to South America because like uh, you know that was where the Nazis went after World War II and the jig was up and they couldn't kill any more innocent people they figured out <clears throat> we can just fly down to Brazil or something and everything's fine Chile and uh, chill out in Chile but uh, hey where's Weave right now He's crawled into some corner. He, banned from every website there is. He's still got haunts, though. He hangs out on IRC and stuff. I think he's still on YouTube. He would probably talk to us. if. Uh, I don't want to talk to him. What, what would we talk about with him? It would just be what you said, uh, us uh, talking at each other for no reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what that guy did when he called in. He was just... Um, and then he went in the chat room and he was like, uh, fucking liberal, whatever, I owned you libs. Sure he did. I mean, he owned us pretty good, especially you. 
No, dude. I told him about Terramax. Terraplexus, he thought. Yeah. The Terraplexus. Alex Jones made an appearance in the latest Internet Chronicle story. All the the key figures are here. I think there's a Troubadour. There's a Smizer. There's no Troubadour. Why would a doctor get involved in a story like Bump Stocks and The Wall? I don't know. But Alex Jones said, uh, Trump is a wolf in sheep's clothing, the worst blood-sucking, baby-raping kind of bohemian grove ritual freak imaginable. And I hate to think me or my audience had anything to do with supporting his election. But it wasn't our fault. He was the great deceiver, according to Jones. Alex Jones. Hey, what's Alex Jones doing now? He was deplatformed, right? But he's still... Yeah, he's still struggling along. He has the show. Has he lost advertisers? I doubt it. Probably here and there. Yeah? You think he's he's wealthy? Uh, yeah, sure. You think he's got uh, got a lot of prostitutes and stuff? How does he get his rocks off? You think he breathes into that silver lung like a bong? He takes a hit out of the silver lung and then a hit out of the bong? And then another hit out of the silver lung and then a hit off the vape. That's how he does it. And then he gets his, uh, he puts in, plugs in some like blueberry vape juice, tobacco shit, and fucking cranks that up to a nine or ten. Okay, I found out what's going on with Weave. He's been banned so many times. He's He's got these little, um, this channel has this, this latest video from November has 75 views one thumb up single like this is as obscure as you could be I yeah. mean you can you could start up your own YouTube channel and do nothing and, and have more views than him by now you know that's and how look, it's people called, go they get whittled called, down to a little oh, yeah. nub like this we're below even a nothing He's not like even got a pimple on the ass of the internet at this point. Yeah, and he's all he's talking about is crypto coins. No hard fork for ether cucks. Imagine, dude, I can't imagine being that deep into a subject like crypto coins and that your life depends on that shit. His sound is broken on this video too. You can't even hear a word he says. He, you know, he he may have no idea how to even operate the, what equipment he does have. He's probably going insane. I mean, he's he's unmedicated. He, you know, he's off his rocker. And he's he's out here in crypto land. You know, there's no social net for him. He's just in crypto land. Looks like he's on the lam again. Had to split town. Sorry for the lack of videos. He's on the crypto lamb. <gasps> Dude, he's in North California. Oh, no shit. He's up there with them tall trees. He's back in the United States again. 
Welcome home. He said he wouldn't come back until the revolution had gone through. Do you think it's gone through? No, I guess so. I can't hear a word he says because it's broken. Weave is... uh, He had a lot of potential. And then he went down that weird white brotherhood shit. He had a lot of potential for what? Well, Jamie saw potential in him. They were friends. And then she publicly called him out for his weird uh, turn. And, um, you know, that's what you do to your friends. If your friend is acting a fool, you set them straight. He didn't go straight. No, he didn't go straight. But it was interesting that she said something. What did she say? I'd like to know. I can't remember what the details were, but she said it's a bad look. (laughs) (laughs) She called him out on uh, some good old-fashioned like racism stuff. And she said it's a bad look. He was... uh, being down on the blacks or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. He used to say, oh, I'm just trolling, just being funny, right? Yeah. It was just a joke. And maybe he just, maybe uh, he grew into his irony. Probably going to prison helped. Yeah, that probably, like, uh, cemented it for him. Like, oh, if I'm just joking, and that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Well, I'm not joking anymore. I bet he was the funniest white supremacist that ever came through that prison. I bet uh, they were slapping their knees raw with <laughs> from his racist jokes. Yeah. Now, it's Martin Luther King weekend. Martin Luther King Day is coming up on Monday. Do you have any racist jokes for us? No. You don't want to tell I don't have any. A racist joke to the audience? Well, a black guy, oh, a white guy, a Jew, and a um, this is Saudi Arabian guy are standing on top of Tower 7. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happens? What are they doing, pray tell, on Tower 7? Well, the white guy is giving them a, a detailed, uh, um, what do you call it, demo. He has a demo Lesson. tape? He's giving, no, he's, no, no, he's giving them lessons on blacksmithing. So he's sitting there at this propane forge, hammering on uh, raw iron. <laughs> And the Saudi Arabian guy says, "Is that thing hot enough to uh, melt the melt the steel?" There, <laughs> he's like, "I don't know. Let's crank it up, and uh, and the whole tower collapses." Oh, so it was st- hot enough. And they're there in the uh, rubble, and they all start blaming the Jewish guy because he had no part of the joke earlier, and I included him. And the black guy says to him, you know, I don't think you really did it, man. They, they're just throwing you under the bus, aren't they? And he's like, yeah. He says, better <laughs> you than me. 
Yeah, that's the punchline to this racism joke. That was the punchline to a lot of black jokes at that at that time. It was like, finally, it's off of us. Because um, it was popular to hate on Arabs there after the uh, 9-11 attacks. Oh, that's right. Well, I kind of got it all mixed up. But the Jewish guy, too. I mean, anti-Semitism has always been here. And that, and, and that ain't all they brought with them. <laughs> ever, ever since these Jews showed up, anti-Semitism's been at an all-time high. <laughs> if it weren't for all these Jews, we wouldn't have this anti-Semitism. I don't know. So, there'd be uh, there'd be no racism if they weren't these other races here, man. That's all I'm but, saying. But uh, hide your kids, hide your wife. We got Weave prowling around the streets of America. He's back in, he's back in the states. This is a Liebel Droker safety alert. Weave has re-entered the United States. He's prowling around. He's triggering people across Northern California. He's owning the. He like, I I actually saw him eat a shit sandwich and get up in a Native American's face and and like just breathe on him. So he had to smell it. Do you see that loser so fucking douchebag get oh, yeah, up in yeah. homeboy's face? That guy with the chin. Oh my god, he had such a smug, uh, self-satisfied look on his face that I wanted to smash it in with a peace pipe. Well, that guy's ruined his goddamn uh, possibility of career forever, right? You think so? I mean, he's going to walk into... Uh, They'll say, oh, you're yeah. that racist guy. Yeah, yeah and he will we'll try to get a job at a coffee shop, and we'll be like, oh, look, honey, it's the, it's the despicable racist from that meme we all remember hating. Well, we'd love <laughs> to hire you. Just one question. Are you good at getting up in people's faces? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, this guy's gonna grin and grin in all the people's faces who come into <laughs> come into buy our store. With a, you know, don't that song? Uh, don't you mind people grinning in your face? That's what he did, though. Yes, that's that's. We'll put that at the end of the, tonight's episode for the native guy. What was his? Um, what was his deal? Why was he up in his face like that? Can't say. It was uh, it was like some kind of regular march that they do every year, right? And it was nothing special. I don't think it was even a demonstration or anything. I don't think it was like a political event. Homeboy just showed up in his uh, Make America Gay Again hat and fucking got up in this dude's face. He's a big man. <laughs> and, he, needs uh, get, he needs to get up out of the face, you know. Oh, you know, you know what I was thinking about is uh, they were chanting "build the wall" and and stuff like this around the natives, and like the natives probably thought that was a pretty good idea, right? They should have put up the wall when you guys showed up and the fucking Europeans appeared. I heard that one. I've heard that one before. They uh, that would have worked. 
Because uh, nobody can get over a wall. Well, I mean, I think walls were kind of... Uh, first of all, they require... Like, uh, the Great Wall of China required immense upkeep and you had to man every single tower along it you know, all the time. It took so many materials to create that wall that uh, they would use the fallen bodies of the people making the wall as filler for the yeah, wall. Yeah, because they just had that many bodies. Cause, no. <laughs> just dump them in there, use their bones as structural, put them in with the cement and the stone. Whatever. Pile in a skeleton. If you <laughs> throw them on in. But I guess they were bodies. They wouldn't have been skeletons when they threw them in. Skeletons are never together. You can't like pick up a skeleton and carry it around. Because everything that connects the skeleton has dissolved. Decayed, dissolved, it's gone, it's dust now. You're out of here. Fuck them. You can't just carry a skeleton around, can you? Unless it's one of those science class anatomy skeletons that's all put together. Everyone's favorite anonymous um, hustler, Cassandra Rules, Cassandra Fairbanks, was on uh, InfoWars the other day. What's, what's going on with that? I hog? didn't watch it. I sure didn't watch it. Do you think she's going to be at next year's Golden Globes? I think so. With Yanni? He'll do his Raul Duke impression? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm Hunter Thompson, you maniac! And do a bump off his wrist? Do a bump at Blocane. No, but Cassandra Fairbanks, I bet she likes the cocaine. She looks like a like a coke mop. Piss mop of a, a coke whore, right? What about Laura Loomer? She looks like that, too. Oh, yeah. She's a dirty girl, man. I bet Laura Loomer like, has sex exclusively in the ass. She's like, yeah, <laughs> keep this pussy pretty, man. I'm an ass girl. <laughs> like this. That's uh, interesting. <laughs> she just seems that dirty to me. Like, like she would, uh, she would have a real dirty, dirty life. I mean, she'd do just about anything to get on TV. What? What channel? Handcuff she herself on? to uh, Nancy Pelosi. Is she? Uh, is she on the? Uh, Democratic side of the media? No. Laura Loomer? No. She's right. Yeah. Right as rain. Like she handcuffs herself. Oh, she did something. She stormed a stage at a march no, to she... uh, shout down people at the uh, the women's rally. Oh, she, she bravely she shouted down on those the women's women rally. the women's rally. That was big of her. She stood up to those bullies at the women's march. And she jumped right up on top of her. <laughs> They're like, wouldn't it be nice if we were equal? And Laura Loomer jumped up on a car and shouted him down. Like Fritz the Cat. 
she's mad that the women's march isn't is anti-Semitic. Oh, was that the deal? Uh, Were they against Israel or something? Are you? She called Israel? Bill De Blasio a Jew hater. Uh, you, <clears throat> you're a self-described anti-Semite. Is that right? No. Oh, okay. Um, but you're you're for Israel. Uh, you know who's for Israel anymore? I think uh, a lot of politicians are for Israel and like nobody else, right? I'm pro Palestine. Put it yeah. that way. Yeah, they should. They should be allowed to exist without people giving them the business. They should put up a wall. Yeah, you know the Palestinians need to put up a wall to keep out the dangerous Israelis, right? Kilgore and Haysacker solving a lot of geopolitical crises with a simple stroke of a paintbrush tonight on Hate Radio. We're just two good old boys on the internet running a radio show. Bill, why don't we uh, why don't we take some callers? Yeah, sure. No, I'm just kidding. Nobody's calling in. No, oh, fuck them. Yeah. Why don't we uh, wrap it up? Let's see. We've done this for an hour. That's plenty of time. That's more than they deserve. Yeah. Tell the tell the listeners uh, what you're working on right now. Fuck them. I ain't working on, working on shit. You, you don't have any plugs. No. Just follow Chronicle SU and uh, click every damn link we ever post. Hey, radio is brought to you by Lebel Joker Publishing. Um, they've got a new book called, coming out called uh, "White Guys Pointing Where to Go Next." It's uh, a book about guys pointing where to go next. It has adventure, cult status and the thrill of new world politics. The world wasn't ready for such pointing. The world was not ready for where these white fingers would point them. That's all for tonight, Kilgore. Thank you for your patriotism, as always. And, yeah, you're welcome. And whatever else you bring to the show. <laughs> what is it you, you do here? on the program. What do I do? We tell, we tell the listeners to fuck off. Um, yeah. Yeah, we do. Listeners, you do what Kilgore says. Fuck off. And, uh, and go fuck yourselves as well. And fuck your families. And do some regrettable incest type of shit where it fucks with you for the rest of your life and you have no one that's to turn little, to because no one would much. understand. It's a little too much. <laughs> we don't so have to go there. Don't fuck them that much. Just more in general, go fuck yourselves. But without all that regrettable darkness. I'm HateSec, and this is the Internet Chronicle, chronicle.su, hate radio. Good night. Don't you mind fever granting in your face Don't mind people grinning 
in your face Yeah, just bear this in mind A true friend is hard to find Don't you mind people grinning in your face You know your mother will talk about you Your sisters and your brothers too Yes, don't care how you're trying to live They'll talk about you still Yes, but bad who is in mind A true friend is hard to find Don't you mind people grinning in your face Don't mind people grinning in your face Don't mind people grinning in your face Oh, there's bad who is in mind A true friend is hard to find Don't you mind people grinning in your face You know they'll jump you up and down They'll carry all around and around Just as soon as your back a turn They'll be trying to crush you down Yes, but bow this in mind A true friend is hard to find Don't you mind people grinning in your feet Don't mind people grinning in your face Don't mind people grinning in your face Oh Lord Just bow who is in mind A true friend is hard to find Don't you mind people grinning in your face